Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, can I call you Lance? Uh... I've never asked. Sure. We're 87 episodes <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's about time we talk. You know, did I tell you I, I applied to college under the name Floyd? Did you really? I did. <laughs> I got accepted. Why? Uh, well, they they said uh, name, uh, last name, and then preferred name. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it up? <laughs> so I went with Floyd. <laughs> I like it. So you can call me Floyd. You can call me Lance. I don't give a shit. I like it. Um, <laughs> it's the 20th anniversary of 1999. Okay. Arguably one of the worst years for music of all time. <laughs> really? Do you remember the song Summer Girls by LFO? Uh, if you started singing, I probably can't pick up on it. Yeah. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Chinese food makes me sick. I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. Does that ring any bells? No, I'd actually have to hear it apparently. Well, it's an utter pile of shit. I'm okay. sure that you would remember it once you heard it. I'm probably going to go, oh, God, thanks a lot, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> now, I, I'm a big fan of a website called The Ringer. It's Bill Simmons' website. Okay. It's sports, yeah. music, pop culture, movies, all kinds sure. of stuff. Yeah. My, my good friend Shay Serrano um, is, is a writer for The Ringer. I love it. I consume a lot of Ringer media. Nice. And The Ringer posted an article. Let me get the date on this. All right. So it's relevant. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. Can't get more July fresh 29th, than that. July 29th, 2019. Okay. By an author named Rob Harvilla, who I've not read anything of before. I am not familiar. He wrote, and I counted, 5,756 word long form article hmm. about the song Summer Girls. <laughs> really? 5,756 words. Because he's a fan or blasting it? It's, I mean, how could you write 5,000 words about anything if you didn't like it? Well, I guess if your hatred was so pure. uh, That's not what this is. So let let me just read (laughs) you kind of one of the opening lines. Okay. Summer Girls, the opening track and crown jewel of LFO's self-titled 99 debut album, glides in on a swoony, finger-picked guitar riff reminiscent of Extreme's 1990 hit, More Than Words. A hard rocker's gone soft uh-huh. hyper ballad that functioned for flop sweaty junior high gymnasium <laughs> dance floors of that area uh-huh. as the stairway to heaven of its time. Okay. Shakers, dinky kitchen table percussion, some tasteful and soulful electric guitar. Do you remember? Do you remember Cronin purrs ad-libbing, sensually biting his lip in your mind's eye and in the video? Even before the polite but bumptious beat kicks in. And then, 
New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. Kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. And it continues on like that for 5,756 words. Wow. Um. <laughs> wow. Let's uh let's let me just they they have th- interspersed throughout the article is more lyrics from the songs and it's kind of like a talk rap sort of ballad kind of hip hoppy pop song fell okay. deep in love but now we ain't speaking Michael J Fox was Alex P Keaton <laughs> stayed all summer then went back home Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. <laughs> When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. <laughs> 5,756 words. You're the best girl that I ever did see, the great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. <laughs> e- All right. If you don't remember this song, I, I you need don't. to go back and listen to it. Oh, well, I'm gonna Anyone drop listening. it. I'm gonna drop a, a snippet right there because Cherry Pants, Cold Crush, Rockstar, Boogie used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Always been hip to the b-boy style, known to act wild and make a girl smile. Love new addition in a candy girl. Remind me of you because you rock my world. You come from Georgia where the peaches grow. They drink lemonade and speak real slow. You love hip hop and ah. Uh. So bad. It's I, I call you up, but what's the use? I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. <laughs> no. Five thousand seven hundred fifty-six words about this song. Oh man. Oh my god. There's it's so, some so bad that it's good. There's some wastes of time, uh-huh. and then there's writing 5,756 words about summer girls. Yeah. Oh, wow. That. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I can't get the image out of my mind of Jimmy Stewart reading <laughs> one of these links. <laughs> New kids on the block, so a bunch of hits. <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick. I, I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I, it's This is the most... The fact that this was a hit song and it literally, uh-huh. I think it was a number one hit. Oh, really? Then I've got... It, got oh, my. Okay. Yeah, this definitely proves that 90, 1999 was the worst music year possibly of all time. Okay. Uh, it's going to be hard to argue that one. Maybe. So, Wow. The end of the article is this sentence. It was the best of times. That's it. It was the best of times. <laughs> Are we sure about that? Really? Uh-huh. Are we sure about really? that? Really? Huh. Wow. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, this piece on The Ringer uh, uh-huh. and read all 5,756 words about Summer Girls. Is there a, a you know, TLDR? You're going to give me a cliff notes for this one? I I mean that's it's that it? right there. That, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. The okay. song is great. Um 
it's just it's it, okay. It's insanity. There you the, go. The fact that anybody and it like goes into a history of the band and the lead singer who wrote uh-huh. it, but like yeah, that's deep digging into a. It's well, all I can think of besides Jimmy Stewart reading the lyrics of this <laughs> uh-huh. is you remember in Jurassic Park when Jeff Goldblum walks over to the massive pile of dinosaur dung uh-huh, yeah. and just says, that's a great big pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great big pile of shit. That's a great line. This song. Yeah. Uh, there, there are two lines I love from that movie. That, that's a big pile of shit. And the other, you were so busy thinking if you could, you didn't stop to think if you should. Yes. That's, I think the ringer needs to hear that about this article. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Lance, we got this new Facebook group. Uh huh. Going yeah. great. We're Talk enjoying about a big it. Pile of shit. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. It's called uh, "Funny Shit for Dentists and Dental Team Members." Uh-huh. So uh, hit that up. Request. Tell us uh, that you like the show. Yeah, and uh, just for, so you all know, the requests come, and I see them. And if it comes down to the question where it says, "What's your favorite podcast?" If you don't say "Working Interferences," or if you say something dumb like, "Oh, I think podcasts are stupid," you're not welcome. You're yeah, we're going we're going to razz you some. Yeah. So just be forewarned. I mean, if you're listening to the show, obviously I think you have the Yeah. you have the password so to speak. Yeah, that pretty much is, if you say anything that you can quote something we've said in the show and right there I say, "Okay, you're in." And then the rest yep. of it's fine. So. Yeah. Well, answer this is an advice show. A really really bad one. <laughs> we answer your questions. <laughs> we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? No. <laughs> we don't want a bunch <laughs> of boring questions. Like, what's the best song of the 90s? Because we all know that Summer Girls... It's not only the greatest song in the 90s, Lance. It's the greatest song of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one. Skip asks, Lance, can you tell me what is going on with this white bleaching stuff? <laughs> I saw you post about it, but it's so crazy. I'm have a hard, having a hard time believing it. What's the deal? Lance, I I, I don't know even know how to bring this up, but... Uh-huh. This is kind of, you sort of, you received some intel from an yeah. undisclosed source. I, I got more than one. That, that was the interesting thing is that something must have happened recently. Because honestly, I don't give two shits about whitening. Okay. It's not a part of my, my business protocol. I mean, we've got it. I'm a big fan of the core. Uh, but, but somebody got riled and more than one person. And then. Yeah. It's <laughs> not like a huge moneymaker for, no, for anybody, no. I don't think. I have it available. We'll educate you on it. But I really don't care about it. Until these people contacted me and they said, you know, you don't give, you give no fucks. So you, you talk about it. And at first I honestly gave no fucks and ignored them. Um, but what got me riled up was hearing more about the story. And, and to be honest, I, the more I, I heard about things, the more I started going, you God damn, you motherfucking piece of shit, livestock person. You call yourself a Christian. Will you white hat? Clint Eastwood, AMSR, Ernest goes to camp. I mean, come on, am I wrong? No, he he did go to camp. That's 100% true. <laughs> I mean, so 
All right. So you're riled for sure. I, I go, obviously, well, okay, when so you, happened, when when timing, Lance Morse codes, he he's riled up. The timing couldn't have been worse because my wife got me going on a diet recently, so I was really really hungry. <laughs> And so I needed a Snickers Angry bar. Angry Lance <laughs> is ready to, to just tear some heads off. Give me a Snickers bar. And if I didn't get one, I just went to town on Facebook, and uh, which led to more comments, which led to more comments. And other people started chiming in. And I got a, more, a bunch more uh, DMs with other details that got me even more riled up. And at first, I felt kind of chicken shit because I posted initially in our piece of shit group, the uh, stupid shit for a dentist group. And then I thought, funny, well, funny might, shit, funny shit. There we go. <laughs> I should get that right. <laughs> and then I thought, wait, he's probably not here. And it's kind of chicken shit to vent and not let the person sure. uh, respond. So I went to dental hacks because I said, fuck, everybody's there. Right. And I ran went for a little bit and then found out he's not there either. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so then I saw that he had commented the night before on a different group that I am a part of, but I don't really and well, never- let's go back a little bit. So let's start yeah. at the beginning. All right. W- what is the product and who are we talking about? Okay. So the product is is white. It's a W-Y-T. It's a... Horrible spelling. Yeah. Terrible name. I'm... I, it's it's a bad product right. yeah. placement. So it, it, it was dumb. And <clears throat> honestly, I don't mind if making money. I, I believe capitalism is great. And uh, let the market bear what it is. But don't fucking lie. Don't deceive your colleague. I mean, we're getting screwed by vendors left and right. Don't screw each other. And that's what this guy totally was doing. Buying some shit, piece of shit from China for 10 bucks and then trying to sell it to other dentists for, you know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, whatever it was. Whatever it was, it was more than it should be. So I guess someone tracked down. So so this particular dentist, his name is? Tyler Brady. Tyler Brady. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Started this company called White, W-I-T or WYT bleaching. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that basically he was just buying a, a box of, or a kit of bleach off of Alibaba, which is like Amazon from China uh-huh. for $10 a pop, putting new stickers on it that said white, taking off whatever stickers said, you know, were from Alibaba uh-huh. and then marking it up. Um, what is that? A thousand percent. Yeah. From ten bucks to a hundred bucks, is that what it was? Yeah, it was something like that. And he was he actually he was requesting info from other colleagues, saying, "Hey, what what should my price point be?" He was he was right. trying to even figure out what the price would be. But so uh, I don't have a massive problem with that part of it. Hey, like no. like you said, what, whatever the market bears, you, right. you want to get a hundred bucks, whatever. If so, if someone's willing to pay you that, great. Yep. And if someone's not willing to do their due diligence and find the same deal on Alibaba for ten bucks, more power to you. Right. However, let's. Do, do you have, he, he did do a lot of social media ads for this product. Okay. I never saw the ads. Uh, well, like, like on the Facebook page okay. and all that kind of stuff. We I saw did, that kind of stuff. They, people screenshotted his um, bio on Instagram claiming yes. to have developed, created, uh, instigated, uh, innovated, all, all this stuff, meaning it, it totally implied that he spent his Saturday evenings on his kitchen table just coming up with the formula to make this well, product. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, he, it's as if he invented it himself and then took it to whatever uh, you know, FDA or whatever yeah. and got, and he's the one that got the, the clearance and all that. Right. Finally, What's in the product, later, Lance? He, oh, who knows? It's, 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 it's carbon peroxide. Right, right. But I mean, because it's from Alibaba, it could be rat poison too. We don't know. 100%. But did Tyler Brady invent carbon peroxide? No. Okay. And I believe one of the copies of ad that I saw 
was invented by a cosmetic dentist uh-huh. in the wealthiest zip code in America. That was, yeah, I saw that one too. Which is, he's in South Lake, Texas. Uh-huh. It, there's, like, I've been to South Lake 50 times. There's uh-huh. no way that South Lake, Texas is the wealthiest zip code in... You want, you want to know what the wealthiest zip code is? I'm pretty sure it's 98004. It's Medina's, where well, Bill Gates lives, and Amazon, and Jeff Bezos. I'm pretty sure they're all in the same neighborhood. They I just Googled wealthiest zip codes in the USA. Okay. Because I have um, no idea, but... As, this is from, I don't know what this is from, but Greenwich, Connecticut came up number one. I believe Texas it. doesn't even come up until one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and it's Austin. Oh. Um, Houston is the next one at 11. Then we start getting into some Dallas area, but I don't even know if that's South Lake. Those, that's yeah, probably Highland Park and Park Cities. Okay. Um. Then we have another Houston. Plano is way down the list. Like it's nowhere near anywhere. It's 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 not even close to being the wealthiest zip code. Right. And I'm not even sure why the hell does that even matter. Right. It's, uh, but I mean, it's that? like if you're gonna lie about something that stupid and uh-huh. simple and easily disproved, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Be careful there, buddy. Yeah. I does does Medina even show up there? Uh, let me list? look. Let me see what the number one in Washington is. Um, Redmond is nine eight zero five three. It's in the top twenty. Okay, yeah, that's not far. Um, Mercer Island is in the top thirty. Yeah, that's not and surprised. Issaquah. Yeah, it's nearby. Not too far from there. Mm-hmm. Bellevue, kind of down in the top fifty sixty range. Woodenville. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, but it ain't South Lake freaking Texas. No, so no. But that, that's still, again, that's the... Calm your bow. But that's like, those dumb. are the little things to me that infuriate me. Yeah, why, why are you talking that? And, and why saying, you know, like, one of the things said, like, top 10 cosmetic dentists, and, and I'm looking at the Insta going... Says, yeah, says uh, who? Yeah, well, and look at the Insta, and, and the, the photography is so shitty that I can't tell if his dentistry is good or bad. It yeah. might be fine. I don't know. It looks like shit. It's, so we've got a bunch of Outland. We've got a, a thousand percent markup on a carbon hydroxide product. Mm-hmm. We've got with a light because the lights do nothing. But yet, yeah. The- well, all right. So I, I will do a little. I don't know if advocating here or whatever, but I, I am a Glow user. Okay. Um, and so Glow and full claims. Full disclosure: Are you an investor? No, I don't get it. I'm. <laughs> I we buy it for the practice. That's it. Okay. That's uh-huh. the only that. Uh, apparently, Medina, according to financialadvisor.com, Medina, Washington is number seven. Okay. Um, just that's, where, that's where Bill's at. Yeah. The glow, with the, the light on glow in all of these is they mm-hmm. don't, the light doesn't do anything. It's the heat. Mm-hmm. The heating up of the bleach allows it to work a little bit better. But that being said, I have not seen any systematic reviews, meta analysis, or right. any, any high level data that says anything. And I don't know really how you would do a study on that. So there's sort of unsubstantiated claims that you could never really. Right. People, people want out. the light, so give them the damn light. But it's, Right. I get it. It's a cool yeah. post. Right. Yep. Totally cool. Yeah. Um, financialadvisor.com has Miami Beach, Florida as number one. So either huh. way, it's not South Lake, Texas. Nope. I've been to South Lake. They have a mall that you walk around at. Cool. That's about <laughs> all that's there. Is there a fountain? So calm your bone, Tyler Brady. <laughs> South Lake ain't that cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is a fountain outside. It there is an go. outdoor mall. It's very nice. There you go. Uh, they right. do draw. They do dog training there on Saturdays. There's a Pilates uh-huh. studio. It's great. All right. 
right. it's not the richest zip code in America, <laughs> you're lying from the jump. Right. Um, right. Well, which and- it's like that's the this to me is the is the this is a huge problem. The markup is whatever. I'm. Yeah, uh, whatever. I don't give two shits about that. It's it's the lying about the whole thing and the and, lying about all the unsubstantiated claims and, that I I invented this. I developed this. And you're preying on. I honestly, I think he's preying on the new grad because I think the, the older guys like us, we don't fall for that shit. But the new people apparently do. Oh my god! So they need a little help to weed through the the, the issues there. And one person then, uh, because of the FDA clearance, they sent me data on FDA. They're saying, well, it takes ten years. This guy was in dental school. Uh, too long ago, uh, too recent to have done anything FDA because it's a 10-year FDA clearance. So then they were like, well, the product was FDA approved. I innovated the, the, my company, not the actual product. And we're like, that's not what you're saying in your stuff. You, you totally implied, you invented, you created. Like, like Dan Fisher, I have much respect. This guy's on his kitchen table cutting himself open and stopping yeah. the bleeding with Viscostat. Okay, that, that's, that shit's cool. And he deserves whatever he can get for that. That's, so he, he's no Dan she, Fisher. Our good friend did some digging and found that the FDA approval process that th- there's no way that he had any, that Tyler Brady had any role in this. Yep. Um, and that there's a difference between FDA approved and FDA registered. And it looks like it's, it's very, very possible that this product isn't even FDA approved. It's FDA registered. Right. Right. And so um, we got uh, details from Rod Kurthy. Uh You want to read that or, or should we just, Say that yeah, or- I mean Rod is the man. You want to talk about like somebody who developed some whitening stuff? It's Rod. It, Rod- ain't, it ain't Tyler Brady. Rod is the guy. Uh, should I read the that whole? Yeah, thing? read it, man. Okay, knock it out. All right. So this person said, I, I guess I'm uh, decided to look into the FDA approved formula claim on White's website, and so I started. To, this person started to think that they'd never seen Ultradent or Core website mention anything about FDA approval. So they started searching the FDA database to see if the FDA has approved any whitening gels. Couldn't find a single FDA-approved gel. The only thing that they did find is a statement by the FDA circa 2014 that in very vague terms explained that whitening gels are evaluated on a case-by-case basis. So they then went on to the Chinese manufacturer's Alibaba listing and found a fuzzy image of their FDA registration. Very fuzzy, but legit looking. The same image that was proudly posted today on one of the groups. So they wondered... right? of dentistry. Yeah, I'm going to bleep that. So I wondered if there was a difference between the FDA approval and FDA registration. And so as it turns out, there is quite a bit of difference. So to get FDA approval for a specific product, a company must provide clinical data, research findings, etc. for the FDA to evaluate. FDA approval means that the product is both safe and effective. As we all know, it takes years and costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. An FDA registration is more like a business license that a foreign importer-exporter of medical equipment must obtain to be able to import-export from to or from the USA. Importer-exporter like Art Vandelay. It's my understanding that there is some due diligence that goes into FDA registration process. Typically, there are third-party companies like Sungo, the Chinese company that assisted RRLN Personal Care LTD, the maker of the gel and the light. But FDA registration applies to medical devices, not the actual gel formulation. So the gel pen might contain rat poison, as far as we know. I'm sure it doesn't, just being facetious. And unlike FDA approval, which is specific to the formula, FDA registration is not specific. It applies to all medical devices the company distributes. Take a look at the list that was list posted. It has everything from rotary brushes to LED lights to nasal dilators listed. The list has nothing to do with either safety or efficacy of the gel. 
and it's certainly not an FDA approval. Not wanting to confuse Google research with factual information, they decided to reach out to Rod Kurthy. They asked him to give the, his quick opinion on the White's claim, FDA-approved formula with environmentally safe ingredients. So if you've read anything that Rod has ever written, you know that it wasn't a quick reply. Got a very long and thorough reply, including copies of his correspondence with the FDA over the years. Not going to share the entire response, but I'll share a few snippets that I think you'll find interesting. This is what he wrote. Both of those claims are absolutely false. First, there is no such thing as an FDA-approved whitening formula. Couldn't get an FDA approval if you wanted to. So right there, Tyler Brady can f*** himself. That's a lie. Which it's about the fifth lie we've come right. across. Yep. Remember how whitening started. It was a study club of dentists talking about how teenagers' gums were like hamburger meat, and when you debanded their ortho appliances. Back then, they had the railroad track ortho bands, including across the interior. No such thing as bonded brackets. So the discussion started about what they should do to maybe enhance or speed up the healing of the edematous gingival tissues. So some bright dentists suggested making custom trays that not only fit over the teeth, but fit over the gums. And he wondered if putting glyoxide into the trays could hold the glyoxide against the gums and speed up healing. Glyoxide is an antiseptic oral cleanser for minor mouth or gum irritations. That's what it says on the box. And glyoxide has been around for decades, and it's still sold. And of and course, hydrogen peroxide. And of course, you can guess what the active ingredient is in glyoxide, right? 10% carbamide peroxide. So later on... Oh yeah, carbamide. Okay. These dentists started asking each other if they'd noticed the teeth on these teenagers getting lighter. And yes, many of them had noticed this. So, of course, all these study club members felt like mad scientists. So, of course, the word got out and corporate world started making products that were actually quite similar to glyoxide, but calling it whitening gel. And it was really runny stuff. Of course, glyoxide, which was intended for treating a health problem, required FDA approval. But remember that the FDA approvals are very specific. You can only claim whatever the FDA has given you the right to. But on the other hand, the color of teeth is not a health problem, so theoretically is not under the control of the FDA. By now, companies like Denmat were selling these teeth whitening products. Denmat's first product was called Rembrandt Lighten. It was very runny, and we had to make whitening trays with sponges in them to soak up and hold the runny whitening <laughs> gel. That's before my time. Yeah, before mine as well. So this went on for some time, and then the FDA lowered the boom. They sent out a cease and desist letter to all the companies that were selling whitening gel, claiming that no clinical studies had been submitted to the FDA, and there was no allowance for anyone to make the claim of teeth whitening for a carbamide peroxide formulation. They said that these companies would have to do all the studies and file for a 510K approval. Well, of course, that would take a couple years at least. So our friend, Dr. Robert Ibsen, then owner of Denmat, sued the FDA. Their claim was this material was being used for cosmetic reasons and not require 510K approvals. And Dr. Ibsen was absolutely right. So finally, the FDA settled out of court because they knew they were going to lose. So they said they'd keep their, their hands off as long as they didn't start getting an unusual number of reports of problems, which, of course, they never did. However, to be able to sell any cosmetics that are applied to the human body, you must have FDA registration, which means that you must follow certain protocols, which are very strict. These protocols include filing a report of any type of problem with a product or a problem of a patient has with the product, and they audit you periodically. And yes, thousands of various companies in China have FDA registration, but none have FDA approval of any whitening product. It can't be done. And they're claiming environmentally safe ingredients. By whose standard? What does environmentally safe even mean? Where do you draw the line? There is no line. Just about any product has some hazard to the environment, which is why all products have MSDS, now just called SDS-4. 
forms to tell us how environmentally safe things are. So the bottom line is that the company in China is full of crap. And keep in mind that unless manufactured with scrupulous methods, all whitening formulas want to break down quickly. And when they do, they give off various ions and radicals that whiten teeth, which you seem, you've seen him, Rod, call bleaching factors. But when this happens, hydrogen ions are also given off. And of course, hydrogen ions are acid. pH means potential of hydrogen. So you've got to be super careful what you're getting from China because, as you might suspect, it's very difficult for the FDA to audit those companies, and those companies can pretty much get away with a lot. And also remember that, by far, the most common chemical stabilizer of whitening gels is phosphoric acid. Remember that the formula of a chemical breakdown can typically go both ways, and as the whitening gel breaks down, on the other side of the reaction is acid. And if the acid content starts getting very high, it starts pushing back the other way, which stabilizes the whitening gel. So many companies add phosphoric acid from the get-go, which immediately pushes the other way and stabilizes. And if I had to guess, because the conditions of China and the shipping conditions, they need even more phosphoric acid stabilizer than any other companies use. So that's a concern for tooth structure and sensitivity. And of course, if the whitening gel is too stable, when what goes into the mouth, it will not break down the way we'd like it to, so it doesn't whiten very well. Here in the USA, FDA registration goes a long way toward making products safe, because the FDA is always looking over our shoulders. It costs me, Rod Kurthy, about a half million dollars every year just to do the stuff we need to do to satisfy the FDA. But you are correct that FDA registration really doesn't go very far making the products safe in China because the long arm of the FDA doesn't seem to reach as far as China, even though they do get out, give out FDA registrations to companies in China. Wow. A lot to digest. Yeah. But I think we can all tell that in that whole deal... Uh -huh. There was a bunch of claims that were completely unsubstantiated garbage. Yeah. And that's not even all of it. You were tipped off onto something else, were you not? Well, the, the, what tipped me off and got my, the hangry lance that needs a snicker going was the fact that this guy made a charity and used an address that was down the street. It may not be his home address. It may not be the out practice, but it's right next door. Uh, and, and wanted people to, instead, you know, on Facebook, instead of giving me gifts and things, get, donate to my favorite charity, which I believe is his bank account. Well, well we, uh, we don't know we that don't know. for sure. Right. But in the plea, and, and there's been screen grabs of this, uh -huh. in the request for, and, and I love like when people are like, for my birthday, will you please donate to this? <laughs> uh -huh. Like, bitch, I wasn't going to give you anything for your birthday anyway. Yeah, exactly. What, you know, the, the plea was to donate to this charity that quote-unquote means a lot to him. Uh -huh. At no point did he ever disclose that it was his charity. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, like if he was to say... Or something like that. Yeah, if he was to say, hey, you know, I started this charity because the money Great. is going to help uh, me go to, uh, you know, Botswana or something to help the underprivileged. Sure. That's a totally different story. I'm cool. That's yes, but that's the transparency. That, exactly. And that's that's sort of the deal that we keep running into. And then... The interesting thing was is that you posted this stuff, rightfully calling this stuff out, which I think is totally fine. And then you got accused of bullying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've heard, where have I heard this before? It's been the worst couple days of my life. Oh, yeah. Which, I didn't sleep at all. The only thing that was missing was the esophageal condition and or suicidal the, Yeah, something wrong with my, something with my husband and kids or whatever. Right, whatever. Right. I mean, this was totally straight out of the uh -huh. Anissa Holmes playbook from the Lifetime membership thing. Yeah. And guess who's associated with Anissa Holmes? Tyler f***ing Brady. So listen, Tyler, 
You want to come on the show and talk? You can come on in the show and talk. Now, we're just not going to blow some smoke up your ass. We'll be cordial. We'll be civil. But we're going to ask you some questions. You better come on and be ready to answer those questions. And I don't want to hear anything about how this is the worst couple days of your life. Because again, it's the same thing I told Anissa. If this is the worst thing that ever happens to your life, you've lived a damn good life and you should shut up about it. Exactly. There's people that are starving. There's people that don't have a home. There's people that don't know where their next meal is coming from. There's people that don't have jobs. Yeah. This, this is such a triviality that a couple of people said something mean about you on the internet, which by the way, you absolutely deserved because you lied about a hundred times on different things exactly. related to this business where you were going after the money of hard earned other dentists. Right. So Tyler, you want to come on? I cool. Did. We're going to talk about it. And Tyler, if you come on, I promise to eat a Snickers. So you're not going to be, yeah, Lance won't, won't be hangry. No we'll hangry. make sure he's, he's, he's eaten. We're going to send him to, uh, uh, salties on Alki Beach <laughs> yeah. uh, beforehand, nice, and uh, to get a nice meal, and then get uh, or what's it? There's a burger place called Dicks or something like that oh, that yeah. you like, right? I guess a bag of Dicks. I'll, I'll definitely eat a bag of Dicks. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, so Lance won't be hangry, <laughs> and we're not going to be mean. No, no. But we're going to talk to you about what this stuff is, and I want you to be prepared to talk about it. And I don't want you to pull the the Anissa playbook where you call. You know, the one play of this has been the worst day of my life. I'm being bullied. You guys are racist. All of that. So there's no racist card you can pull here because we're all white in the room. Yeah. There's no religion card you can pull here because, you know, (laughs) that isn't an issue in this in this situation. Mm -hmm. So there's no you can't hide under that blanket. And you want to come here and answer some questions. Cool. Great. Come on. But if you're going to come on and cry and moan and whatnot that you're being bullied, whatever, I don't want to hear from you. Exactly. What do you think? What do you think about that? I think that'd be great. And and I, you know, the the thing is, and I've posted this before. I was memes and things trying to be funny, but but in the, in, it says, look, I'm a really nice guy. I really am. So if you, if I'm being an asshole or if I'm being mean, something triggered me. Something deserved it's it. It's not out of nowhere. It's like a you're like a bee. Yeah. Right. You're not going to sting unless you're provoked. Right. The interesting thing was the number of. Um, can I use the word deep throat for, I, I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, from a confidential informant standpoint, which yeah. I, I've, been, I've, I've been fascinated with Watergate because of course, how, how, how else would you get Walter Cronkite to say the word deep throat? I know, I know. <laughs> <And> by, <laughs> why even in 1970, whatever, didn't deep throat have a connotation of a certain thing? And then we're just like yeah. calling the informant deep throat. Very strange. Yeah, Linda Lovelace have... was right. Because the whole thing was like 72, 73. So. Yeah, so not that long later where no. there was whatever. I mean, uh, it's, can, can we call him Mr. X? Something yeah. besides deep throat? But, sure. So I, I don't know if we can call our, our confidential informant who, who fed us some of this information deep throat. But um, our, our confidential informant, there were multiples. Right. Yeah. That, that's the thing that was interesting was I kept getting more and more people messaging me. Yeah. And, and it was like, I've known him for a long time. Yeah. And, and we're delighting in taking joy in this. Yeah. Uh, which, which I found interesting and whatever. I've not, I've never met the man. No, um, same. And that was his whole point. You've never met me. How can you say this? Well, well, cause you're a fucking liar. Well, because I'm judging off the things that you've done online and that's not great. Right. It's just not great. It's not th- those claims that you've made are almost all the way across the board, 100% lies. I mean, the balls that it takes to do that. I wish I had. I wish I had an ounce of that. Wow. I really, I really don't. I, Dude, I just Tyler this, bottle that. Seriously, can you sell that? that yeah, absolutely. You'll be a millionaire absolutely. for sure. Sell some of that gumption. Ugh. Tyler Brady's gumption juice. <laughs>
I'm tempted to make that the title of the episode, but it kind yes, of... Yes, <laughs> Tyler Brady's Gumption Juice. It'll, 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 there'll be commercials for it right after the... Uh, what's the stuff that Frank Thomas hacks, uh, uh, oh, talks about all the time? Some testosterone thing. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, what is that? Um, um, Nugenics. Yeah. Right yeah. after the Nugenics commercial, <laughs> right before the Prevagen commercial, will uh-huh. be the Tyler Brady Gumption Juice commercial. And it'll just be Tyler Brady sitting in a... Uh, in a coffee shop, and everyone's just like, "Can you believe the gall of this guy?" And then he just starts handing out bottles of of his Tyler Brady's uh-huh. gumption juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Question two. I don't think we're going to get to three questions uh, tonight, Lance. Okay. Anonymous asks, "I'm a general dentist, not practicing in the area where my family is." With that being said, my little sister needed a root canal on number 18 with a necrotic pulp. The dentist uh, she saw performed a root canal without a rubber dam. I emailed her dentist stating that rubber dam is standard of care and requested she be referred to endodontist to have it retreated at his cost. He obliged and referred her to an endo office he normally refers his tough endos to. A week later, the endo office, the assistant... Uh, a week later at the endo office, the assistant took an x-ray and endo ice tested the tooth. Dennis came in and said rubber dam is really only used to prevent aspiration, which he's glad that didn't happen. But preventing bacteria contamination of the canals is done with irrigants. And so he sees no issue with the root canal and no reason to redo it. Am I crazy for wanting things done right and for not thinking these two set it up so that they didn't have to pay for or redo the endo. Unsure where to go from here, report to the board, give the dentist one more shot at doing the right thing. Advice would be appreciated. This person already has some of the Tyler Brady gumption juice. Yes. What a To call the dentist. Yeah. It's a tough look for for the poster brother who has no involvement in the case, whatever, to call back afterwards. First off, like you're you're trusting your sister to know what a rubber dam is. Yeah, right. Which I feel, I mean, I feel like most, like, did they do the sheet of rubber over you? I feel like most patients could probably accurately describe that. Probably. But I, God, I, I, again, I wish I had some of this Tyler Brady gumption juice to like, I, I don't think I could ever make that phone call. No, no. And, and the, the balls to say, hey, pay for it. I mean. Yes. Well, that's just. Holy shit. Especially if it looks good. Like, send me an x-ray. How right. does it look? Is it asymptomatic? Symptomatic. Yeah. Right. Like, oh. And why I, the fuck is even on the, in your differential diagnosis of what to do, why is the board complaint even there at all? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pushing fuck it way you. too far. That's Jesus. a bad deal. That's inviting, that's asking karma to pay you back. Jesus. I feel like. I talk, yes. There's, there's enough. Enough backstabbing shit going on, uh, dentists to dentists, and, and we got this. We got yeah. other other dentists thinking it's fucking you know Shark Tank, and you're gonna be on their Facebook group <laughs> and then give me five percent of your goddamn company. Well, f- yeah, you. so stupid, so stupid. So all right, every time we touch a tooth, like more of the tooth gets removed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you retreat this endo. You're going to lose more coronal dentin because the axis is going to get bigger. Uh huh. No matter what, there's no way to only remove the buildup that's there. Exactly. So you're going to get a bigger access. And odds are, this is done by a GP and not not uh, you know highly skilled 
person that just that a microscopic access. So this is a right. Molar. Yeah, it's not going to be your your John Cotomy. Exactly, Cotomy is microscope. microscope yes, this, this yeah. is probably blown out. So it's already pretty it's hollowed already out. Yeah. The the other thing is so all right. So that's the coronal dentin. Uh huh. And then they're going to retreat it. So they got to instrument out all that gutta percha and sealer. Uh huh. And that's going to expand the canal preparations. For sure. So you're going to lose radicular dentin as well. And the tooth's going to be weaker afterwards than before. Exactly. And and there's still no guarantee that anything in there is sterile. Right. Well, and the other thing is, what I don't even know. Do you know the, the statistics? What What's the uh, failure rate of a retreated tooth? The, a failure rate of a, of a retreat? Yeah. So I remember from dental school, endo in general, a, a primary endo, um, on a vital tooth mm-hmm. was like 82% okay. successful. And on a non-vital tooth was like 65% successful. You average it out, it's like 78%. Okay. Now a retreat, uh-huh. I would imagine probably is a lower success rate than a vital tooth. So I'm going to guess it's in the low 70s. Okay. Um, and, and it probably creeps up a little bit. You probably get a few bonus points because all, pretty much exclusively only endodontists are probably doing retreats. Right, right. And my understanding was... Uh, success was lower than that uh, after five to 10 years. So here, here's your, here's your, yeah, your but that could, that's yeah. not necessarily, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you could relate that to endo because that could be coronal leakage. That could be crack. That could be a lot of things. Right. Right. I, I feel like first five years is where you, if you have a not debrided canal, that's when it's going to fail. Right. I, that may yeah. be, that may be totally, I may know fuck all about endo for all, you know, that's just me trying mm-hmm. to logic my way through it. That I, that's, there's no science behind that. Yeah. So I asked the root canal specialist that I refer to. Uh huh. I texted him that question. Here's what I asked him. So you can kind of just have an idea. Cause I didn't go through that whole thing. Okay. I just said, does a rubber dam do anything in endo besides prevent aspiration? And he said, good question. There's a group practice here that doesn't use rubber dams at all, and they use isolate. Every tooth I've ever opened from them smells like god-awful shit, nasty black film between dentin wall and grain composite. So that sounds to me like the isolation is more for your coronal seal than it is for your bacterial contamination of the root structure or the root anatomy, right? Yeah, sounds about right. So you could so you could put on an isolate to prevent aspiration. Uh-huh. And this is stupid. No one's going to do this, but hear me out. Put in an isolate, do the endo, prevent aspiration with the isolate. Which I agree with. I don't think there's any way anybody's swallowing a file if you have an isolate in. Nope. Then once the ice once the endo's done, put on a rubber dam to do your buildup. And you would be just as good of results as if you did a rubber dam on for the whole thing. Yeah. So this would mean that any of us who are dentists and have our family members treated by somebody else, if they don't have a rubber dam on anytime they got any single, you know, occlusal composite on number three, that'd be like any of us calling the dentist that did it and asking them to refer it to a prosthodontist where they can put on a rubber dam and redo the filling. Yeah. It's, it's utter insanity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. I feel like the more times we go into a tooth, especially the endosystem, the more chance you have of something going wrong. So I think, yeah, like if you want this tooth to come out earlier than later, by all means, like force the endodontist to redo the endo because that's going to shorten the lifespan of the tooth. So if you hate your sister, there you go. 
absolutely do this, but don't freaking threaten a board. Yeah. Complaint. That that's just that's just stupid. 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 But that's that's our uh, our colleagues. That's yeah. I honestly like. I'm trying to think who in my family I care about enough to like care this much about whether or not they had an endo at a rubber dam for <laughs> Okay. I don't mean to sound that like in a crass way, but like if my sister goes to see some other dentist and they do endo with her without a rubber dam, that's her fucking problem, man. That's not mine. I had nothing to do with it. I was in a different city. I, you didn't ask me where to go. I didn't do anything. I'd have told you to go to endo in the first place. Right. If you would have consulted me. Yeah. So why I, do you care this much? I mean, your, I, like, I, I like Clint, but I don't give two fuck if he went to an endodontist with no rubber dam. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's Clint's deal, man. <laughs> It's Clint's tooth, his deal. Uh huh. Now your sister, you'd send her a bill Probably. for the consultation. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> At uh, some point, we got to get that story, buddy. That's At right. Some point Every once in a while, someone will they'll, they'll DM me saying, "Hey, what, we, when are we get that story?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll get around to it." It's gonna happen at a holiday time, okay. I, w- I would think. Probably. There will be one time where we're like both have like people over for Christmas uh-huh. or whatever, and yeah. it'll be like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do a full episode. We'll do the." Lance sends his sister to collection story. So, like, obviously, like, you don't, like, your feelings toward your sister, not that you dislike your sister, but uh-huh. <laughs> you wouldn't care all that much either. No. What it sounds like to and, and to be totally honest, it's my brother-in-law who's a total prick. But okay, that's where it mostly goes. But Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't get, I don't get why do you care this much about your sister's number 18. Yeah. No Come on. Is she an adult? Like, is she over 18 years of age? Because if so, it's her life, her choice, her deal, man. It's her tooth. I mean, come on. The, is she out of pain? I mean, that's the Yeah. Like, what does it matter? Question. Seriously. Seriously. Is she going to get you? Uh, what level of, of Christmas gift did you have to get from your sister to care about her endo on number 18? I feel like I'd wow. have to get, like, some sort of Michael Jordan autographed something. That, that might do it. Yeah, or like you'd have to get Seahawks tickets, right? Yeah, like good Seahawks yeah. tickets. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, I hope that your sister, anonymous, gives you amazing gifts. You better <laughs> for you to care this much <laughs> about your sister's uh-huh. number eighteen. Yeah, who lives in a different city, who uh-huh. you're not responsible for treatment on. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Nuts. Crazy. Well, we have a great Reddit, but I, I, we don't have time for it. Okay. Well, we then don't. We're, I wanted we're 45 to th- minutes in right now. Yeah. I wanted to throw a shout out because there was a company that was in a dental Facebook group that was denied uh, exposure because they refused to give percentage of their company like Shark Tank to these dumbass other greedy motherfuckers that don't disclose shit. So I want to give a shout out to Digital Treatment Simulator. It's a smoke design software. Nice Indian couple had created it. They're in India. And, uh, so I got, well, I'm going to put in the show notes, the uh, link. Yeah, support this company. Absolutely. This is a great company to, to, to use for your, your digital dental software design, right? And your yeah. digital smile design yep. kind of stuff. Dental treatment simulation. So click, click the link in the show notes, check it out. Yeah. And these guys got held hostage. Basically the, the, this nice mom and pop uh-huh. got held hostage by these Napoleonic, some of these Napoleonic dental Facebook group admins who feel they have more power than they actually have. Yeah. The cut that they were demanding pretty much would have taken all the profits away from this, this sweet little couple. So fuck you. Yeah. Forget that jazz. We're, we're, we're done with this stuff. Yeah. 
So either conduct your business transparently or we will, it's flame war. Mm -hmm. Oh, nerd shit is the best. (laughs) This is like one of those uh, exhibit halls or whatever for Uh Comic-Con. Yeah. We have people screaming about who's the best... uh, uh, Star Trek Enterprise commander or whatever. Oh God! Did I tell you I went to Comic Con and oh no, a Star Trek convention and this this we are at the bar and these guys come over. Hey, settle a bet for us uh, in episode this this blah blah blah. You know, with Captain Kirk and wh- what was the name of the bar? And I just looked at Holly and then I looked at a dude and I said, "Your nerd level is so much higher than mine. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't. It, this is beyond. Like I, <laughs> wow. I, I remember seeing a couple episodes of the show, and I saw that movie with the whales. Where they went and <laughs> rescued the whale. Right. That's all I got. Right. That's the only reason I'm here is to drink at the bar, buddy. Yeah. So chill. Nice, nice. Uh, Lance, I believe it's your turn it is. for yeah. a song. It is. I know what you should pick. I know. I know you, what you should pick. I know, but I already had one in the pipe. I know. So. I <laughs> there's no way. You, and even if you tried to do it, I wouldn't let you because it's such a terrible song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a terrible song. All right, let me do some housekeeping yep. and then we'll finish this All up. Right. Hey, share this with your friends. Uh, if you have some demented friends who uh, you know need some levity at the end of their day, send it over to them, people you went to dental school with, colleagues, people you refer to, any of that stuff. It's how we grow the show. It's how you grow your practice. It's the same kind of thing. Um, rate and review us. Lance, what's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. Loves John Olrude. Hells yeah. Loves... Um, Former Sonic. Vladimir Stepanya. I was going to say Vitaly Potapenko, <laughs> uh, but I think that's a different uh, Euro League guy. Yeah. Um, uh, number five, uh, five stars, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to the show. Uh, if you're flicking through the Podbean, flick five stars. Uh, you can find us on the web, workinginterferences.com. Find us on Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, or Funny Shit for Dentist and Dental Team Members. Um, find us on all the social bullshits, social Twitter bullshits. at winterferences, Instagram at winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. All right. So I told you that for the summer, I'm going to have summertime, uh, songs and, uh, well, I, so- I like girls that wear Abercrombie and fetch. <laughs> And so this is a, a song by the group The Alarm. Are you familiar with the group The Alarm? I am not okay. familiar with the group so The Alarm. They're they're from Wales, and they started in 1981. What? <laughs> they're on the other side of the pond. They used to be called The Toilets, but they changed. Oh, I'm glad they changed their name. <laughs> but in 81, they changed. They sound kind of like U2, and they actually opened for U2 in one of their tours and, and kind of got, nice. uh, got known for that. Their biggest hit was a song called 68 Guns. Okay. Blaze of Gore- Glory was also really good. Going out in a blaze of glory, my heart is open wide. You can take anything that you want from me, there's nothing left to hide. Uh, they had a song called The Stand, inspired by uh, Stephen King. Come on down and meet your maker. Come on down and make the stand. But even back in the 80s, of course, the 80s thing to do was to have a power ballad. So they did Walk Forever by My Side. Walk forever by 
again. But the song that I liked came out in 1989 was Rain in the Summertime. And it actually occasionally will show up on soundtracks and stuff like that. So it, it might be something when you start playing it, you might think it's familiar because it was kind of well-known, but it wasn't their big hit. 68 Guns was their biggest one. So I love to feel the rain in the summertime. That's the one. I love to feel the rain on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, kind of drifting <laughs> into... Uh, who was uh, Andy Griffith's sidekick? Uh, Barney Fife. Yeah, it's kind of drifting into Barney. My, my Jimmy Stewart drifts a little into a little Barney bit, Five. A little bit. A little bit. Like just 10% Barney Five from my Jimmy Stewart. Uh-huh. So this is uh, Rain in the Summertime by The Alarms. Uh-huh. For Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. Mm-hmm. 